Labored breathing coming from a small bean echoes over the desolate moon-like appearance of a paste. Sheer panic rushes over the mind of a blue-haired gnome hiding behind a large boulder just outside of the bustle of town. The gnome wrestles to control their breathing, hoping to maintain their stealth. And not too far away, lies the gnome's unzipped backpack, covered in a dust by the cold apaste dirt. If they could just get to their data pad, it would be a simple call for help. It was now or never. Mustering up every bit of courage and speed in their being, the blue-haired gnome sprints forward on a high of adrenaline and fear, and then boom! And then a loud pop of a dislocating jaw. An armored hand of a tall, handsome drow connects with the gnome who now lies crumpled on the ground. And we see through the eyes of the gnome, blurry and fading in and out of consciousness and towering over the body, twirling a line of cord in hand, the armored drow speaks. You have a lot of people looking for you, gnome. I'm just lucky to be the one to bring you in. And we watch as the gnome slowly fades, unconscious, into blackness. find our contractors without cash completely revoked of all funds and bonuses they were supposed to receive from their previous job on Akiton <laughs> sitting outside the door of Edge Corp's uh, main like like administrative building um, we left off with our uh, four contractors, our four members uh, of the Bangarang gang, um, contemplating a job by Terika. Uh, one that seemed a little messy, a um, little, bit, little bit grungier than delivering some berries. It is instead a job, it is a job of picking up 50 tons of firearms and explosives and delivering them, uh, of, sorry, uh, picking them up from Apaste and delivering them to Voxa, which is another planet um, not too far from there. And our, our our gang here is deciding whether or not, and it sounds like they all, they all decided that they're in, uh, but now it's just a matter of going and, and starting the job. Um, while we sit here outside, what do our contractors do? 
did, did she say when the job started? ASAP. So, ASAP. okay. So you guys have just arrived back. It is evening time. So if you guys wanted to crash, like they, they are expecting you um, on a pass day, but uh, pretty much what would happen is as soon as you guys pack up and, and head out, uh, Terika would, would phone um, your contact on a pass day and let them know that you guys are on your way. And you said 50 tons of firearms? 50 tons, 50 tons. And wasn't it 50 tons of Yara berries? That's correct. All right. Hmm. What a what an interesting coincidence. Which weighs more, fifty tons of yar berries or fifty tons <laughs> of firearms? <laughs> fifty. It is fifty tons of guns. It is fifty tons <laughs> of guns. I want to know. I mean, obviously, this isn't on hand, but I want to know how many guns that is, oh. and also just like. Is that like that's for an army? How much that's for like an army. A Glock weighs. How yeah. much is a bolt? That so a Glock weighs uh, loaded six hundred and seventy grams. Let's see how many grams in a ton. Six hundred seventy grams is is like one point three pounds. So there's nine hundred and seven thousand one hundred and eighty five grams in a ton. So 670 into that. I'll just do 900,000. These are also space guns, so they're built different. That's true. They're probably they might way even less. Well, it's less. probably not a Glock. Yeah. It's not just a Glock. You're, I so bet, I bet that, a gun weighs like all a Glocks, yeah. If they were all Glocks, it would be like 1,300 guns. All right, that's, no, that's for, just for one ton. So multiply that There's times 50. 50. So 67,000 67, Glocks. Yeah. So it, I was trying to do the arm, math right. for AK-47s, but yeah, that's a we've got a we've got we're we're supplying an army here, an army's piece. worth of weapons. Correct. All right, genius. And Glocks win wars. Find them anything. <laughs> I got it's the actually, Glock you're and Ferrari. Single action revolvers is what you'll be delivering yeah. to this <laughs> disposable. You single have action to revolvers. like <laughs> cock it by hand. I mean, we're. We, we, do we need to go back into Edge Corp to like accept the job, or can we just go back to our ship? If I'm not mistaken, uh, you guys needed to go out and talk to Joni about the deal and then confirm. But we can say, and we don't have to RP it out. We can just say that you oh. go and let her know. I thought they already um, talked to me about it. Oh, that's right. Joni left. Yeah, I thought they did. did the yeah, they no. did talk to you, but I don't think we went in and told her, hey, we're good. We're we're going kind oh, of thing. I'm like just saying, we Terica. can just confirm and be like, hey, we're headed out. Yeah, yeah, because I, yeah. I remember Joni was like, I'll do one more job, but if anything goes mm-hmm. south, like, yeah. I have no love for Edge Court, so. Exactly. Ursa, we'll, we'll tell Terrica. Ursa, we'll, we'll go back in and. Terrica, we. They're accepting the job. Well, that is just great. Peaches and cream. We're so excited <laughs> to get you out there. I will go ahead and phone in forward uh, onto a paste. Uh, remember, you're looking for a gentleman named Taurus Jarzid. And he's gonna be he's gonna be there at Lamashtu's lair for you all. Oh, that's right, Lamashtu's lair. That's shady. So um what's what's Sean up to? these days what's what's she doing oh well she's actually it's been a while since i've talked to her but 
Um, she's she's working for us here as well. She's she's out on a, a, another planet doing some work um, for Edge Corp. So I, I get to talk to her occasionally off and on, but she seems to be. She like looks left and right in the cubicle and like leans forward and says, she's holding up like the rest of us, right? She's doing the best she can, but. Sure. Cool. Yeah, but I just, I, I, I was curious. I'll catch her another time, I'm sure. <clears throat> when was the last time you two saw each other? It's been years. No, oh, yeah, it was, um, long time ago we were both quite small and i'm not small anymore i mean i i don't know if she's i don't know i don't know how, how big she i just uh 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 <clears throat> goodbye auntie terica and he leaves <laughs> she just like was just the smile was just like slowly curling on her face as you were just finding words all right bye bye now Arson, you be careful you come back to me i always do you all head back out. Um, are, I'm assuming, are you guys just gonna sleep on your ship? Are you wanting to stay one night here in Absalom Station? Uh, or are you just wanting to like sleep on board and we'll just kind of get get started? Joni's got zero credits, so she's gonna be sleeping on the ship. Yep, ship sleeping. Ship, ship sleeping. sleeping. Perfect. Perfect. Um, okay, so you all climb back aboard on the BD-514, our little tiny merchant vessel. Um, with a course charted for Apaste. Um, I'm assuming PP11, you're going to be our our driver for this little, uh, our pilot for our first little run out here. You know it. Can I get a piloting check? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh, uh, you guys return, by the way, to the ship after just a short amount of time, and uh, there there are already like service service techs like working on the buffer, like buffing out the company property that mm. you guys crunched last time as PP11 failed his check. So uh, it's looking a lot better, um, and you don't really get any anything other than like a side eye from some of the workers, but that's all. <laughs> Yeah, we, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, like when it comes down to it, we're all, you know, serving Daddy Edge Corp here. You get your money regardless, <laughs> mechanic. So unless you, know. you don't, which you guys and, have all just discovered. Unless you don't. But at least the mechanics get paid. So I got a 21. Perfect. Very good check. No problem. Um, we begin our journey out there. It's not too far on on the drift. If you guys are to use the drift to get there, um, you're looking at like a day's worth of travel. To um, Apaste? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Also, we, we, we like did some shopping off here, right? Correct, yeah. yes. Before so we sorry. left. There's a, a couple of, of items that, that the folks picked up with very little cash on hand, but they were able yeah. to, to get up a few things. Did you want to talk about what you got? Not necessarily. I was just going to say that Joni takes like the burlap sack of like armor and like weapons that we got from our last gig and kind of takes them off and then returns with like a cred stick um, to give to everybody from selling the stuff. Yeah. 
uh, but she also in her hand has a big cup, like like you get at a gas station, and it is full of hot, greasy French fries with like pizza marinara and cheese and pepperonis on top, and she is just snacking on some pizza fries. <laughs> that is the best. Uh, I just love uh, like that. I don't know. I love that Joni is into like trash food. Like, it's oh, yeah. so good. Like, like she'll just come out with like one of those um, like gas station burgers that are sitting in the window all day that are just like thin layer of butter like over the bun. Like it's just like shiny, Delicious. shiny buns. Yeah. You know? Delicious. <laughs> Horrible. Delicious. This is kind of pre-pod esque, but back in the day in, in college, I remember I was driving back from driving to or back from spring break with some friends, and I was driving Chance and a friend of ours, Sydney, and I like just don't care what I eat on car trips, so <laughs> I just like came out of a gas station with just like a 24 ounce Red Bull and a couple slices of gas station pizza. Yeah, and they were Amazing. like, "You're the most disgusting person alive," and I was like, "Hey." Nothing. Whatever gets me through the road trip. Road trip. No, road yeah, trip. that's that's exactly sure. what this is. And there's a picture <laughs> I just sent. Was yeah, like, that oh picture is incredible. It's a mound. It is. I can see the weight of that. That's like several Ooh, pounds yeah. of fries Ugh. with pizza <laughs> toppings on it. Man. Um, as we're uh, as we're taking off, I think Darkstar wants to talk to Joni really quick. Yeah. Um. So like he just I mean we're obviously like we can't be just like chilling while we're taking off because of the G's but like once we like get into orbit and <laughs> into start into the towards, drift yeah we're, into we're the, in drift, the drift I want to talk to her so tell me when that's a good time yeah that's totally fine you guys take off like I said no problem a tear rips open once you guys get into orbit and you zip through the drift uh, the forces around you of like rickety space part or like uh, spaceship parts like kind of dissipates as you hit the drift as friction and time seems to operate differently here and you're cruising nice I think Darkstar is going to be like hey Johnny can you talk to you real quick uh, okay she like rolls her eyes and keeps chowing down on pizza fries and walks follows you I guess Darkstar pulls out uh, one of his um, Castrovellian e-cigarettes and, you know, lights it up. Hell yeah. His plasma lighter. (laughs) Not that that's necessary, but, you know, it's just all a part of the vibe. Um, And he's like, well, I guess we're a team now, huh? Yeah, looks that way. Want some pizza fries? Uh, she holds no. it out. Come I, on, uh, you gotta like to just try. In, uh, <laughs> look, I only eat things that keep me running, and that looks like it would give me some major indigestion, and I'm not trying to have that right now. Nah. I've got a weak stomach. Suit <laughs> huh. so yourself. She just keeps down. <laughs> uh, it seemed to me like you had a a bit of an eye for strategy. You had a, gave a good rundown of all of our abilities here, and I just wanted to know if you thought there was any way we could improve our game, keep us all safe out there. Uh, she kind of like perks up at that and kind of like shifts a bit. And she's like, uh, 
Yeah, yeah. And she uh, pulls out, like, on her phone and or on her data pad thing and is going to, like, airdrop you something she was working on. <laughs> um, Amazing. Okay. Man, this is this technology is thousands of years old. Yeah. Airdrop. My goodness. I haven't heard that since... Um, 2016. <laughs> but yeah, you. She sends you a little like file, and it's just of, um, like all the like encounters from before, like the 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 fight you guys had, and it's like different ratings based on like what could have gone wrong, and like it's like points out, you know, it's like Joni in melee bad idea like dark star <laughs> and then like it's just like dark star in like going in front like bad idea like just take, like deducts points from that and like um yeah so it, she she just kind of sends that to you and it's just like all of this kind of calculated stuff and she's like yeah i, I i've been thinking of a, a a lot of our powers uh, uh strengths and weaknesses and um I, I've got a few ideas to run by you, and, and I think we need some more code words uh, to, mm, to fit different scenarios that we might be coming up against. That's uh, that's fair. Uh, PP and I have a couple under the rug, but the only one you all really got to hear was bangering. Obviously, you know that means kind of guns blaze, no holds barred. It's good to know what your partners are thinking. Yeah. Um, next time, let's let's keep you in the back. Um, I don't I don't know why you know the phrase uh, "don't bring a sniper rifle into a knife fight." Um, I think that I think that goes with our last interaction. And, I've never heard that phrase. Oh well, I, you know you hear it all the time in the diaspora. But uh, yeah, let's keep you in the back, and uh, we can just use our comms. But um, yeah, if. If uh, she, if he's willing, while they're kind of going through the drift, she'd like to like go sit down and like draw out some strategies, and like uh, she kind of like shows him her like arsenal of what she's got working with when it comes to firepower. Some of the new things she's picked up. Nice, nice. Is there any? Uh, well, I guess we're, like that's like kind of cinematically happening in the background as we zoom out. Is there any like? Um, code words you can think of that we can use for specific sick circumstances or any strategy specifically that you would um, want to use oh yeah yeah so specifically i definitely think that um joni and pp11 should be our front guys that go in and mm -hmm. i definitely think for operation bangerang uh we need to keep darkstar in the back for sniping and then uh i was thinking urson definitely for the like the bangering to bring to come in guns blazing right yeah so having different words for like okay we need to snipe the target or we need to like everyone mm. bum rush in or come in slowly like you know just different code words for that off the top of my head nothing right now but i've got i've got some okay oh, you I do. Got some. okay yeah okay so <laughs> for um obviously bangering is guns blazing so like it'll be like basically the three of you up front and me like mid range, not like super long range. It's just like whatever. I think if we wanted to do like a snipe the target, like support Dark Star, we should call it base cannon. <laughs> base <laughs> cannon. <laughs> base cannon. So like I just like 
basically it's just keep the ads off me while I snipe the boss kind of right, right. kind of vibe. Um, and then maybe like if we're gonna go like a a more like Dark Star is supporting like with spells and then like it's maybe it's like a tougher boss or maybe it's just like a bunch of smaller heavy hitting creatures like what if we if we have to fight like uh what were those two um spear looking wielding guys zach shabets shabets so like they were like you know tough and so i wouldn't want any one person to have to deal with them alone so maybe scary monsters and nice sprites i don't know that's just an idea yeah um (laughs) but we've got other words we can use you know i'm not sure what do you think no, I love those. Uh, and the reasoning for taking me in, and Zach, I don't know if you're gonna keep all this chatter in, in or not, but oh, I yeah. think uh, I think the reason for me and for Joni and PP going in first and like not showing all of our party all at once is because Joni's obviously got the diplomacy bluff intimidation stuff, and PP as an android is hard to read. So if we're yeah. trying to go in Ooh. and bluff, but That's also, but he's got the bluff ability that like resistance, but also he can cover Joni's ass and <laughs> better than dark star and kids like save me. Uh, if, if it gets hairy, um, do you guys yeah, want to have dark like, star is just going to shoot. So <laughs> I, yeah, I was going to say, do you want to have like a, a, like, like a hold brothers word, like a hold the line where it's like, like ready up, but like, we're gonna try some more. Like it's like everybody needs to be like hand, like trigger, hand on the trigger kind yeah. of thing. Is like, like it's yeah. just you sneak it in there. I don't know. Like well, and that's one thing I'm thinking that like the words need to be something normal, like like normal phrases that like Joni can slip into whatever she's talking about, and that way it'll signal to everybody like what's like going car on. Like cart before the horse. <laughs> I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but like yeah. it just like doesn't make sense. But it's a very common phrase, so everybody's like, oh. He's just yeah. saying words. <laughs> I like, I like, uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be kind of hard. Like, we have to think of something that is just a common phrase you could throw in. Um, we could do this off air. Uh, I, think. I, Man, I'm I love hungry. this on air. Uh, I, okay. I, I love it. Like, I want to know, um, like, okay, so for those of you, obviously, we're using Skrillex songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait! I didn't, um, I, didn't, I just caught that. I just caught that we're all Skrillex songs. Um, there's a Skrillex, a Skrillex song called, um, obviously, there's one called "Dirty Vibe." I didn't know that, but I feel like I'm getting a real dirty a, vibe. Oh, this that's world. perfect. Breaking that's a perfect. breaking a sweat, breaking a sweat. Also, okay, okay, yeah, that these are all good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think um, I think if we are uh, going up to talk to people and we are unknown of how like they are, if I if I say like oh man we ran into some guys earlier they gave us a dirty vibe that means like we're we're expecting like these guys are packing, you know what I'm saying? So dirty yeah. vibe means okay like DefCon DefCon one you know I love that. Um, yeah, so like dirty vibe is like the precursor to bangering. Yes, exactly. It's like bangering is DefCon five. Wait, is we, that, we are, is that how that works? I always kick the door in. DefCon one is the intense. Oh, okay. yeah. Right. The lower the number, the more intense the situation. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So bangering is DefCon one, one uh, yeah. and dirty vibe is DefCon five. And then breaking a sweat <laughs> can be DefCon three. Yeah. 
<laughs> to where it's like if you if you interact with them, shoot, but don't rush in. What is what we need a snipe? We need like a not a bangering, but a, like a we need a stealth snipe. Hmm. Like stealth, or like, or, or, or like like for dark star. Or yeah, we need a stealth. Like you guys said, creep base up. cannon. Oh, yeah, base, right. cannon. base cannon is is the snipe, and then yeah, just a stealth for you and Ursan to sneak up. I feel like maybe one could be like closing in on a on one target or something would be like airlock. Airlock, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like don't don't worry about the other five. Just this one individual. Just take them out mm -hmm. immediately. Yeah, is that a is that a Skrillex song? Airlock? No, it's not. Are they all supposed dope. to be Skrillex songs? Well, that that oh. was the theme. Dirty oh, okay, vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I see, I see, I see why this. Ragabomb. 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 <laughs> Holy. <laughs> we should have one that's just like DPS, like full DPS. Yeah, yeah. Nothing else, no utility, just like boss damage. Sicko mode. <laughs> Sicko Sicko mode. Sicko mode. Yeah. Well, that's, Sicko a, mode. that's a remix, though. <laughs> I still love it. Sicko mode it is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so if you like you guys can't tell uh, chance, you're actually writing all these down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. These are being documented in real time. You guys are witnessing greatness right now. <laughs> OK, I think we're, we're I think good. we're good right now. So Darkstar, <laughs> Joni going back and forth, uh, kind of, you know, over over pizza fries and black coffee. Um, yeah. Uh, is there any other actions? I know PP11, you're in the pilot's chair. Ursan, are you doing anything? Um, on things like this, Ursan just likes to, he has some um, daily exercises, uh, uh, practicing with, with a spear. And now he is trying to, uh, um, he's been doing them with, with, the, with the pike that he picked up. Uh, yeah, because you know it's oh, still cool. like it's, it's similar to to the spear, but just kind of bigger and longer, and learning how to to wield that better. Uh, and um, uh, yeah, so he's been doing some training, some exercises. Uh, he meditates every day. Um, yeah, Ursan just uh, pre prepares his mind and body for the adventure ahead. Very cool. Also, okay. yeah, there is something I want to do, Zach. Um, based on the. <laughs> the uh, occurrences of the last time we went to a world and didn't know anything about it. <laughs> I'm proud of like... you. I'm proud of you guys. I really am. That's great. <laughs> I feel like we should maybe just maybe do a little searching about a pasta. So um, I'm going to hop on the supercomputer. Yeah. And I'm going to just start with just a basic um, Google search or whatever. Ask Jeeves search um <laughs> ask cha cha ask cha cha you know cha cha and it's i'm free. gonna just do a quick search about um about a pasta okay give me a um it's society right there's society is that a well that there's um culture culture check. and then there's computers so yeah, there's no. culture this would be a culture check yeah uh, 23 on the culture. Okay, great. Perfect. Yeah, really good check. Um, Apaste is, um, it, it looks more like an abandoned moon than an actual inhabited planet, like from space. That's kind of the, the appearance it gives off. It's not well lit. Any of the cities, it's got a very like dull and dark kind of like 
feel to the overarching planet, you know, from a distance in most planets, you can make out their major cityscapes. And you just don't get that with Apostate. It's a very small moon-like uh, planet. Primarily, uh, the population on Apostate is of drow individuals. Um, lots of, uh, from, from this check, you're, you have kind of a, a quick blurb of understanding of drow culture and how um, it's very hard for, like, uh, male drow to rise to power and it's very like a, a female dominated uh, kind of culture um, al along with just kind of the the pockets of settlements on Apaste uh, I, I mean I'm, I'm assuming are you wanting to look up like the location of Lamashtu's lair or are you just over our okay um, so Lamashtu's lair is, is settled in between a small settlement with like there's these two purple towers that kind of mark the edge of um, the city. Um, it's not, it's not, uh, if it can be called the city, if that makes sense. Um, there's a couple commercial districts in the area, um, but Lamashu's Lair is kind of this like seedy dive bar in the middle of, of one of the smaller settlements. There's no, um, there's no real city names if that makes makes sense it's it's kind of uh uh it, it's more about like who's who's running in it kind of running the scene at the time uh and where lamash 2's lair is headed uh or is sorry is is settled is uh in in the midst of uh the night arch dominion um so and it's not night arch dominion it's night arch is the name of the the corporation um and uh, the, t the towers that sit alongside the city are called the, the Nightshade Towers. Um, similar to Akiton, not a lot of illegal activity on the planet. There are a couple laws, but very basic, um, you know, drug paraphernalia, uh, substances, not, not really an issue um, on on a past day. But that's for with a 23 that's about what you can what you can glean, but you now know the location of where you need to be be landing. Okay, sick. And so like there's no like weird like if we don't have something we're just going to die when we hit the surface, right, Zach? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> okay, dope. Not that you can Good find. Yeah. Uh pause. Sorry. I was typing when I was doing that. The what, yeah. what's the drow situation? There's just a lot uh, of drow. Is that it? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a heavily drow populated uh, planet. Okay, but it's not like two people on site that aren't drow, right? No, 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 no. In most of these places you're going to be visiting, aren't that's like a rogueless like planet or a, ro a roguelike planet where there's like everybody is like it's just like lawless. No, this is a very like uh, it's not well developed, but they definitely have like business and cities and okay. there's there's commerce. Um, it's just, I mean, it's, it's, there's corporations on Apaste, okay. so it's not completely lawless. It's just, it's minor crimes that we would think of on most planets. Like those just aren't crimes on Apaste. Ooh. Okay. And it's yeah. heavily... murdering somebody would be bad okay. here, you know? And like you said, there's a lot of women leaders. Yes. That's okay. just kind of drow society, okay. how it, how it operates. It's very hard for males to rise to power. That's right. Okay, cool. Very matriarchal. Correct. Um, a day a day goes by. Uh, you guys get some good rest um, on the way there. Um, and if there's nothing else, we are rapidly approaching the drift exit. Just a big sign 
exit here. Exit exit ninety five off off the drift interplanetary highway. Um, we see the drift kind of crack open um, as PP eleven. I'm assuming pulls off um, and uh, exits the the drift. And and from the moment that you come out of the drift a message appears on the actual computer's readout. An incoming message shows up on the, on the, the um, like HUD station readout and a voice kind of, uh, well, do you t- answer the, the like message? PP11. Spam. It's like an do incoming call. It? Yeah, sorry. Um, I look around and I'm like, hmm. Okay. I answer it. A voice comes over the ear intercom and just says, um, Hello, this is uh, Night Arch Traffic Control AI demanding to know what your business is on a poste. Uh, bring a shipment in. Uh, just some... What? We're, I think we're picking up a shipment, right? We're picking up a shipment, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a shipment of what? Yarrow berries. Make a bluff check. Do I do? Am I? Can I be honest? That's okay. Can, well, I, you be can be honest. Sure. Well, I'm just saying. Would it seem? From so what I know, would yes, it be... if, if Ronnie, Ronnie, if you've shared if, sorry, if Darkstar shared with the rest of the ship that there's not a lot of it's like petty crime. Some crimes tend to not be a problem here. Um, you could your guess is as good as any on whether or not it's fully legal to run guns. But if there's a planet that allows it, this wouldn't be a bad bet. Like it's like pro- probably fine. Right. OK. Knowing this, I say, uh, we're coming to pick up a shipment of weaponry. Where is your destination? Where is my destination? I tell them. Lamash Chu's Lair. Yeah, I'm honest. Lamash Chu's Lair. Ever heard of it? Beep boop. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes, of course, Lamash Chu's Lair. Okay, you are needing to head to landing station 44297. Upon landing, please prepare for inspection. Thank you. And the message cuts. No, thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have a nice day. Call ended. Shit, I feel like a dunce. It's okay. It's just okay. Me. Have a safe just landing. Yeah. Uh, you too. I, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. All right. All right, so are we heading towards our docking station? Yes. Yeah, baby. Perfect. As you all pull in, I needed one last piloting check to make sure that we land okay without making any noise or damage. Unless I want to. Um, I got a 19. Perfect. Yep. No sweat. Um, you pull in and you definitely notice the towers right away. They're not super tall, but they're tall enough to stick out. Um, probably... 50 to 60 feet high. Um, and the rest is just kind of a small bustling city a little bit, um, or like town. It's more towny than it is a city. Um, 
and uh, the atmosphere that kind of you you set into is very like dark, cloudy, purpley clouds. Um, it, it feels dark here, like like very dark. And as as you are bringing the ship to touch down, you notice four drow kind of approaching your your landing pad with um, one of them is carrying like a data pad and the other three have just from what you can kind of see like they look like uniforms you know like like airport security pretty much um, as as you land and they they seem to be like they kind of flag you down to, to land in the spot um, and as you as you park perfectly a scratch um, to you, usually protocol would be just to open your your hatch and let them in Open the hatch, let him in. I prepare my gun. I'm just kidding. Um, I open the hatch. <laughs> <laughs> a big old howdy hey to all you drifters from here to the packed worlds and back. It's on at 5.3 drift radio jump time, baby. Hot track, hot track, a lot of tracks, and all of them slap. A new tune for you. This one is called Nuance by Space Dandy. Enjoy. Perfect. Okay. As you open the hatch, the four drow climb on board and meet you all in the center of the BD-514. Um, and one of them steps forward. They all are, um, there's uh, two two women, one one man, or sorry, two two men, one woman. There are two of each gender. In the, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> there, are, there are two, two women, of those two specific men. Genders. In in the in, well of what I was saying, yes, uh, and they <laughs> one of uh, the women steps forward and says, "Well, hello, good afternoon. Um, well, we won't be too long here. Just need to have you all answer a few questions uh, upon your arrival at a poste here. Any illegal parties on board? Is everybody uh, with Edge Corp correct? We received uh, news from your AI, uh, from our AI, that you were landing here from from Edge Corp." All employees on board? That is correct. If we were having an illegal party, you'd know. <laughs> That's uh, very kind of you to say, but uh, people have been getting a lot more um, creative, shall we say, with smuggling uh, <laughs> stowaways. So nothing on board. The uh, If you allow them, if there's no issues, uh, the... Three others begin searching rooms, kind of checking, checking in. Is there any elite? Is there any? You, nobody has any like drugs or anything that I'm unaware of, <laughs> right? Okay, yeah, I just wanted nope. that's something they ask you to check for. So um, I didn't think so. Um, inspections all clear. Um, as as the drow kind of finish looking on board, they say, "Well, uh, thank you so much for allowing us to just come real quick. Uh, a lot of times with outsiders such as yourselves, we seem to get a little bit more." Uh, escalated with our conversation, but it is just standard procedure. Um, and again, uh, thank you so much for coming to uh, Night Arch here. We're happy to have you. Please sign here for the inspection. And she just holds out a data pad to PP11. Uh, PP11 reaches out, nothing in his hand, and a little pin pops out of his uh, pointer <laughs> finger. <laughs> and when she just writes P and then P and then 11. <laughs> Ooh, okay, here's a question. Does, does mm -hmm. PP11 like move his hand around or does the pen have a little joint on it that moves a little gimbal. and he just holds his finger straight? It does, but it's broke. Mm. Ah. So, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. just moved. Uh, it is. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, as they're kind of, are they leaving the ship? Uh, yes. With that, she takes the data pad back and uh, they begin walking off the ship. Uh, just for precaution, Jenny's a little, um, I don't know. She doesn't trust everybody. So she's, she wants to do like a, just a, a quick round of the ship to see if they like left anything on board. Sure. Nice. Yeah. Go just, ahead and give me a yeah. perception. perception check. Um, only an 11. So not, not hot. Okay. I can help you yeah. out. You want? Yeah. Can do a perception with you, run the rounds with Joni. Yeah. And then I guess this would have been like she was kind of like following them around, like as they were like inspecting, just to make sure they yeah. weren't like going to plant something on us. Uh, 19, Zach. Okay, yeah. No. Um, from what you guys can tell all together, this is a very standard procedure. Okay. Um, what one thing you do find is a small like it's a printout so it's like it's like a small paper printout um showing the actual like guts the inner guts of the bd 514 style of ship so this model um and circled on them it's like a reference guide for like big places to hide stowaways so this was like Kind of, it was very much prepared for. They knew exactly where to look. They were looking, she had mentioned, you know, for stowaways. Um, you guys obviously don't have any of those on board. So they were, they coming and gone kind of thing. Cool. Let's do it. Let's okay, get to Lamashtu's so, lair. Yep. Wonderful. Okay. So you Hassan all. Hassan is ready. You all head out uh, of your ship. You have, uh, by the way, you're parked very close to the um, actual city. Um, and, uh, so you all step out the, the surrounding area is very flat. It's very moonlike. Um, you know, there's dust every time you, you seem to take a step on the ground. Uh, there's a like small plume of dust that kind of comes up. doesn't feel like the gravity here is weird at all. Um, but the very first thing you notice as you step out onto the, the dirt, um, all four of your, uh, Calm units or like like wrist notifications that you have begin to go off from incoming messages. Oh. And as you as you kind of you you all flip on your your alerts, you all kind of check your messages really quickly, and there's a a message that pops up on on your uh, pads that reads, uh, "Thank you for being customers of NAW." Uh, you will now have an accumulating bill for all air, water, and other materials accumulating. Uh, or, sorry, air, water, and other materials necessary for life support. And as you stand there in the open air without, oh gosh. you are slowly being charged like increments of credits just for existing on this planet. Oh my god! Just for like the air. What? Like there's just attacks like going as well as you terraformed, there. I guess. Yeah. Because be, and it's all Crazy. owned by this this Night Arch Corporation. Oh, and you're disgusting. just getting charged. Uh, can somebody give me like a computer check really fast? Yeah, or, I got you. Like what? What would be like or like an int or something? Just like a general yeah. intelligence give check. You, uh, for like quick maths is what we're going 22. for. Twenty two. Okay, it's gonna charge you about a credit, um, like a credit every like six hours that Jeez. you're here and it's like just like apart. slowly ticking interesting 
So does this mean if we if we used uh, the uh, we were talking about this before we started recording? Uh, there's like a life bubble spell that like lets you survive. I, I it sounded like you could be on a place that's not normally uh, inhabitable, and you just create a little bubble of like oxygen and stuff around you. So if we are using something like that, do we forgo the the tax because we're operating off our own resources? You would assume so. Mm -hmm. Because I, the so reason that you're getting, I you're feel getting like, like build is because you're breathing. You're breathing. Yeah. Not, it's not your air. Yeah. Oh, we, that's so yeah. neat. What Slimy. a cool world. I, so cool. I feel like even if we popped an air bubble, that we'd have to like fight that in the courts to be, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like they're, yeah. Or yeah, you'd I, have to go through like HR yeah. or like yeah. customer <laughs> customer uh, services and just be like, and I think this is just a way to tax the population. Well, I use my own air, yeah. so you been you guys charged me for air, but I didn't use any yeah. of it, so I need you to it's refund like, this. Like, oh, actually, you want to talk to accounting? We'll transfer you. Please hold. You the longer you wait on the planet, the longer you're actually using their air. air. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that that just means as a player, that means we gotta we gotta hurry. There's a, yeah. there's a time crunch on how much time we spend here, so yeah, it's gonna take uh, us. Forgive me. It's just a credit. It's about, every every it's about a credit. A credit per day. Forgive me. Credit, credit per, per day. day. Per but day. that's okay. there's okay. Per, for each of us. It's four credits a day. Correct. Yeah. Which isn't a Pretty lot. So Jenny doesn't have any money. And Jenny has zero credits. Whoopsie. So. I've got thirty-four credits, so I can fund us. Well, yeah. if we have to stay here longer than a day. I have one hundred and sixty. Nice. Yeah. Oh, cool. Nice. So, and Ursan's not sharing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Darkstar will share. So, no, Ursan. So his to, measly 34 credits. <laughs> you all have kind of figured this out already. You've all kind of talked about it a little bit. But this is a way for the corporation of Night Arch to literally tax people to exist. Like, the, the, the right to breathe, drink, and live is, yeah. like, being ticked down every day. Um, so pretty, pretty greasy. Johnny, um, you, oh, go ahead. I was just say Johnny has like a physical reaction to this and doesn't share anything, but she is very like, did very pissed, different, different motivation or different kind of mentality right now, but she's pissed off. But yeah, quiet. Yeah. Um, Lamashtu's lair is, is not far. Um, you could, I mean, you could walk there. It's about ten miles away from where you've landed, um, but there is a. Um, as you guys kind of approach closer into the actual city limits, there is a, um, like, taxi services that like are operating, um, or I, I believe you still have your uh, your truck as well that you could like load off and, and drive. Well, we're gonna need the truck to get the supplies anyway, so we might as well right. take it. Let's truck okay, it, perfect. baby. Great, Ursani, yep, yep. the truck again. Oh yeah. <laughs> Does someone else want to drive? Perfect. <laughs> um, okay, so just about ten miles down the road, you arrive at this nasty little seedy neon signs in the windows dive bar. Um, it is crunched between like two two more updated buildings. This seems like an an older building um, that has just been kind of repurposed and reused. Um, but uh, as you uh, kind of approach it, um, it it just it, you you're able to you see a couple patrons like leaving uh, and also like going in. It seems to be kind of this like 
pretty popular place actually. Um, it, we're, we're approaching more of evening hours. Um, and as you walk in, there's this kind of muted conversation um, in kind of like this nasty stench of old, like spilled alcohol. Like if you've been to a CD bar, you know the smell. Um, and the light's very low. There's um, travelers of all kinds of species, but uh, obviously local majority is a lot of drow, um, orcs, half orcs here. Um, and they uh, kind of sit on these tables. There's probably four or five tables in there that are just kind of full of people talking amongst themselves. Um, there's a pitted bar counter uh, and uh, like aluminum stores that, that line the bar all the way down kind of to the left wall. Um, and behind the bar is this very like brutish looking half orc who, as soon as you all walk in, kind of notices you and raises an eyebrow um, in a way that looks more curious than anything. Darkstar is going to hang towards the back. He's going to put his hood up. And he's going to telepathy to um, the group and say, I guess he probably would modify his telepathy voice to sound <laughs> like his voice modded voice. Man back here. If anything happens, you know what to say. Joni, PP, you're up. She uh, we will be standing by. She like claps <laughs> like like uh PP on the back and it's like come on PP, let's get a drink. And beep boop. She <laughs> kind of goes to approach um the bar. The half work that looked at us weird is at the bar, right? Yes, she's behind the bar. So she's the bartender. The, bar oh, the okay. bartender. Okay, yeah. yeah. So she's going to go um, up and sit at the bar, hop up on a stool. This is important before we get too far away, just so you know. Yeah. Uh, whenever we do this like formation where they go ahead and then we're we're back behind, Ursan does have his spear drawn and is just kind of waiting. Not like him, okay. but like a threatening. So lady. when it starts, he doesn't have to spend an action pulling his spear up. Yeah, he's okay. like, he's like, Using yeah. it as a walking staff. Yeah. Almost, yeah. I mean, he's just chilling there, and he's got it, like, in hand, yeah. ready to yeah. go. Yeah. There's a way to not look threatening as a, a bear with a spear. There, yeah, you know, can't do yeah, that I mean, with a sniper rifle, but I get the, I get the sentiment. <laughs> okay. So, PP11 and, and Joni pull up. There's a couple seats available, and um, as the barkeep is kind of tending to some other folks, she eventually makes her way over towards you, um, and she just says... Um, I've seen some new faces around here. Um, can I help you? Yeah, we got new faces, and uh, you don't have to see them for too long if uh, you answer my question. And she's going to flash, pull out a little, uh, her little, uh, what's it called, Edge Corp card. Your your ID card? Yeah. Your badge. And it's okay. just going to kind of flash it, kind of like FBI, you know, like just kind of flashes it at her. Says, uh... We're told to find a Taustarzine. You ever come by here? Mm, Taustarzine, of course. Yes, of course. And as she's kind of beginning to talk to you, the doors, by the way, where, so Darkstar, Urson, you guys are by the doors? Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Doors burst open. A good-sized drow male um, carrying a some kind of pistol, some kind of tactical pistol, and dragging behind him by the hair a little gnome in bonds busts through the door. Um, 
he kind of pushes aside Darkstar and um, Ursan, not in an aggressive way, but he's on a mission. So he walks through and kind of makes his way up to the front um, and pulls up uh, the little, little gnome by the hair, just so like the bartender can, can see. Um, and he puts, puts the gnome down and says, um, Caden, I got the mark. I, I found it here. Um, <clears throat> I'll take the payment uh, up front. Thank you. Um, and at this, he kind of splits PP11 and uh, Joni to where he's like barge kind of right in the middle mm -hmm. of you both. And she she loses kind of her line of thought with you all. Um, and is like, oh, okay, uh, just 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 one second um, to Joni and PP11. And she begins kind of searching through a book of targets. Um can I get a quick um, culture check from Joni? Joni, you can use your uh, oh, cool. pirate lore on this. Just uh, another bounty hunter. I've also got bounty hunter lore, if that'd be useful in identifying oh. either of them. Uh, you know, well, uh, this is more about, you know exactly what's going on here, Darkstar. Yeah. I mean, this is um, this is a hit. He's bringing home yeah. like a hit, and this is like, a, go ahead, Joni. Uh, Joni got a twenty-one, and my DC is five lower than normal. Okay, okay, yeah, no, perfect. So, uh, Joni, you're the same way. It, it's like even though that you weren't necessarily a full, you know, it's it's not like you have this like huge history of bounty hunting. You understand where we are, and it looks like this bartender here, Caden, mm -hmm. is her name, uh, is like a fixer. Um, cool. she's like running a, a business of bounty hunting and it, it doesn't look like she's hiding anything. So we can kind of assume that this is a very legal practice here. Um, and as, as she begins to kind of flip through these pages, uh, the little gnome that's tied up, uh, hair, like literally being gripped, um, shakes off the hand of this drow and is kind of slumped onto the ground. They look at you and they say, um, psst, hey, <clears throat> uh, little, little help here. And kind of holds up the, <laughs> the binds to you and says, I, he, he's got the wrong guy. It's, it's, I have no idea why I'm even here. <laughs> John. Uh. Oh, oh. Who, who's she? Who's he talking to? Both of okay. you, because you're just on either either side. They're looking. They're looking at both of you. Johnny laughs. Uh, yeah. Um, PP11 kind of looks at him, and then just kind of breathes out what would be his nose, <laughs> and just which he doesn't really need to breathe. But orange, just kind of smoke, just shifts out. <laughs> it's like just with a huff, and then he turns away. Um, Journey just kind of laughs at him, like scoffs, and then she kind of like sighs, and she says, "Tell you what, you know a Tal Starzid." Yeah, the gnome looks at you. He just like kind of like crunkles their brow and just is like, "Uh, who? What?" I don't worry about it. I told you, it. I don't I don't know. I don't know why I'm here. I don't worry about it. What'd you do? Nothing. For one moment I'm sitting a little bit outside of town, just hanging out, and all of a sudden I'm on the ground with a huge bruise on my face and I'm getting strapped up. Look at this. 
look, man, uh, it, it's a guy, right? This is actually an agender gnome. Okay. I've been around the block, seen a lot of uh, seen a lot of bounties. Had a had a had a lot of them try to get out. Wrong guy, wrong time. I just want to know what you did. I'm just curious. You can tell me. Do you want to use like persuasion? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, she's genuinely curious. Like she's not going to get in the sure. way of a yeah, bounty yeah. hunter. Like she, she yeah. like is totally fine with bounty hunting. Um, yeah, that's going to be a 18 diplomacy. Okay. Um, little gnome looks up and says like now is looking like frustrated and it's like, I swear I didn't do anything. I did nothing wrong. Okay, Johnny's bored. It's like, okay, okay. heard this a million okay. times. I just wanted to hear a cool story, you know. <laughs> okay. Nobody's going to do a sense motive check? Uh, okay, fine. She'll do a sense motive. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yep. Oh, wait, do you... Sense motive is free, right? Yeah, it's okay. just a wisdom, okay. base wisdom. Okay, I, I'll roll. I don't. I didn't actually put a point in it, sadly, uh, but I do get an extra D6, so... Uh, okay. <laughs> Ronnie. I get negatives to sense motive. Ronnie. So it's, best. it's just like, don't help this gnome. <laughs> what not, was, not what was the... It, but it's just like, I would at least like one sense motive check, you know? What, what was the uh, uh, number? Okay. Uh, that's a 19 deploy, or 19 sense motive. Sense motive? Okay, yeah. Um, far as you can tell... Looks like the little gnome doesn't know what they did. Um, so, in that's so that's the truth in the statement from what you can see. Um, as you kind of are having this like weird side conversation with this hit, um, Caden looks at uh, the drow and says, um, uh, "Horizon, um, this is not the mark." look and she slides the book across and uh he starts to like look at it it's like no what are you talking about like this is this is the the blue hair look 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 gnome look look and um as they argue the little gnome seeing that neither of you are really interested in getting in the way of anything <laughs> um begins to like kind of fidget with their bonds and slips out <laughs> of the bonds. Hell yeah. And kind of kind of looks at both of you and steps up on their feet and takes a, like begins to kind of stealth away. And as everything is kind of mellow, they look at the bartender and Horizon and say, Thanks, guys. I super appreciate the help. Oh, and screw begins sprinting for the door. And this drow sitting at the bar looks left, looks right, and takes his gun and he points it at oh PP11. And he says, what did you do? And I need everybody in the bar to go ahead and roll a quick initiative. <laughs> Ooh. Solid. Um, yeah, my initiative is a 15. Okay. Darkstar got a seven. Ursan rolled a natural 20 plus four wow. for a 24. Whoa. PB11 got a 14. 
Great. Hey. Okay. Ah. I mean, we're trying to kill anybody, right? What? Well, it's like. Maybe. Yeah, I, I okay. I, I just want to know as players, we can kind of communicate. What, what are we? What's our goal here? I mean, we could just go in initiative order, and see um, what each I character can... does. But I, I don't really know what I would Joni. I just stop him because he's trying to pin something on us, and we okay. don't want beef. Okay. Yeah, it's self defense. Yeah, we're not. In, at this point, we right don't now. care if he's okay. innocent. I'm not a paladin. I'm not going to help him escape. You know. Yeah, we're we're just trying to get our get in, get out, and this is not our drama. Exactly. Okay. Okay, great. So PP11, you see this drow character um, kind of face you. And as uh, he kind of raises his voice, um, he begins to do something that you've seen and oh, experienced no. many times and go graviton mode. And Ooh. as he, he kind of like trembles um, this little little like um probably like four inches of like metal in his hand uh expands and forms a hilt and a purple blade like, shoots out and there's this like it's called a soul fire solar sword that's like, so sick kind of appears that is, at his cool. hip yep. and he's gonna go ahead and take a, a swing action okay. here he, he and it's lethal it is lethal all right this dude's gone <laughs> just, just saying. Just, I'm just saying. Like, like. Hey, do, do you say anything over comms? Uh, it's on my turn. <laughs> okay. Does a 21 hit? Uh, does that hit your kinetic AC? Yes, it still hits my okay. kinetic. Perfect. Jeez. Uh. <laughs> okay, max damage. Uh. 13 oh points of slashing damage. God. Okay. Shoo. This guy's about to get his head melted by me. I'm just we're on comms, right? Like, we can hear this? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you guys are right there. Uh, are you on yeah. the map? Oh, that's right. We I mean, can it's see. a small yeah, yeah, bar. Like you're anymore. like, you're kind of looking over heads and stuff, and things are just kind of blowing up at the bar. Uh, One thing you do notice, though, is as this fight kind of happens, uh, People just kind of scoot away. Yeah, yeah. Like they're just like, but but even the bartender just kind of like steps back. Like, no one's like, no one else is like drawing guns or anything. They just aren't trying to get involved. So, um, that is his turn. Next is uh, he's going to turn and face uh, the little gnome, but he's not going to move. You just fucking this guy up. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, he literally just plunged a sword into PP11. I, I think it's... I, I don't even think it matters anymore. He's just gone. Yeah, yeah. Delete. Yeah. Next is Ursan. Ursan uh, is going to... Um... Wait, uh, can Darkstar free action, like, hold his hand out to Ursan as, like, a hold your turn kind of thing? Yeah, flavor-wise. If you just want to have him hold hold his turn, yeah, absolutely. Trust me. Ugh. Okay, this... Ugh. I'm going to supercharge weapon you. Supercharge weapon me? You can do that to other people? Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. to touch your weapon and I can, yeah. Hmm, 
Oh, this is so hard. Ursan has a, a pretty strong just like go switch. You can do whatever you want, but like oh. it would be an extra 46 damage, just so you know. Oh man. Um I mean okay. it's in milliseconds, so it's like You know what I'm saying? Like it, it it wouldn't be like you're waiting for too long. Yeah, yeah. Um this this is and what this is went. what we'll decide it for me. So you know, uh, strategy was discussed amongst Joni and, and Darkstar. Do you think that this is the kind of thing that Darkstar might have said, hey, we get into a situation again, and like, I give you the signal, like I can, Super I can beef weapon. you up. Yeah, yeah, I think I think so, because like we're supposed to hang back, and like okay. I would say that in close quarters combat, Darkstar knows that it would take him a little while to get set up. So like part of the reason of sending somebody back with him is he can like amp them before they go in for right. a quick response. Uh, Ursan will will wait to take his turn until after he has been supercharged. Then uh, he he sees your signal and knows uh, what you are thinking and and will will pause just a moment uh, to allow you to help him. Okay, Siok. Next is Joni. Um. Yeah, Joni is going to immediately, like from her like hip, like sheath is just going to like pull out her katana and kind of like looking at this drow that just like sunk his sword, this energy sword into PP11. She's gonna say, getting the wrong guy and then letting him slick through your fingers and then attacking someone else? That's pretty cringe. Let's banger in this bitch. <laughs> uh, yes. And, that's, yes! and then she's going to uh, use her move action to say, get him, and everyone gets plus one to attack on this guy. Oh boy. Right. This guy's about to get, like this guy is about to get XCOM'd, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> five, five PCs shooting him. In turn order. XCOM'd. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> Next is PP11. Um, PP11 is PP pissed. <laughs> PP pissed. <laughs> PP pissed. And he just amps up and goes into photon mode. Amazing. Um, Very good. Then he will form his weapon in his hand and then uh, smack him in the face. Okay. Give me a whirl. Nineteen. That is a hit. Deal your damage. Seven damage. Okay. How much HP so, are you at? Uh, PB? Yeah. One HP. Holy. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. Oh. Almost one phase to you. Next is our little gnome friend. Uh, you watch as uh, this little gnome like waves their hand and just like their skin begins to just change and morph and they just look like a vesk. They just change their shape yep. and begin kind of trying to blend in with the crowd here. 
and I am going to hide them as they sneak away. Are we going for this gnome at all? Uh, we could. I mean, potentially he just shape changed, and that's why he didn't match the description. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So I didn't we've got that. our little personal vendetta thing here against this guy that almost fucked PP, which I do think our characters would just waste him. But we could potentially just take this bounty afterwards oh that is so <laughs> true okay the fact that because like i was like oh they're just shape-shifting like they are a gnome but they're taking a vest they can slip out like but i didn't even think like this could be the actual mark but they were using a disguise you know so yeah, that's what i'm thinking yeah if that's the case we couldn't have this bounty and i think that i, I think that's a good idea so yeah let's let's Silas try and, likes that idea person doesn't care but i think it's a good idea yeah same okay I'm I'm cool. kind of focused on the guy that's trying to kill PP, but if you guys want to focus on getting that guy as well, I think we would just waste the guy first. Like I think we're just concerned yeah. for PP. Um, did I get a good look at the vest before he disappeared, Zach? That's really important. Or did he disappear, uh, or did he just shapeshift? He, he just blended he in. Hid. Yeah, he like hid. Um, so I. Not. I mean, what what do you mean? Get a good look at them. Like, are you able to keep an eye on them? Um, more so, like, I guess it's it's a hard sell because I have the no coordinate spell. So as long as I, like, have seen and personally know somebody, like, what they look like, then I can track them as long as they're on the planet. But, like, if you're trying to imply that, like, we didn't really see him shift, he just kind of hid and then shifted, then, well, like, I wouldn't... you saw them already, no. right? Yeah, but I mean, like... I don't know how no coordinates works is magical. So like if I know that it's that gnome, like I, I don't Let's know, like if I got his name from the bounty, I might be able to like with having seen him once and knowing his name, I might be able to cast it, but that's an argument for later. Yeah, I, let me look it up. Um, or uh, could someone look that up and just double check how that spell works? Yeah. Um, because I want to give that to you because that would be a great use of the spell if you wanted to track, and it's just like, I know exactly where the gnome is, you know? Where is it at? Yeah. Um, uh, it's called No Coordinates. And it's on, isn't Technomancer spells? Should be. Should be a first level Technomancer spell. Uh, it is your turn though, Ronnie. Uh, okay. Darkstar's turn now. Uh, Darkstar is like, just kind of gonna make a mental note of the the fact that the gnome shapeshifted. Um, okay just flavor wise. And then he's going to walk over to Ursan. He's going to place his hand on uh, his weapon and his hand is going to glow. And the tip of the weapon is going to glow that same hot plasma red that his sniper does. And he's going to turn to Ursan and um, he's going to say, now look Ursan, I know this isn't quite your vocabulary, but if you could please kindly fuck him up, that'd be <laughs> greatly appreciated. I will do the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no coordinates, Ronnie. Uh, it says you learn the general location of, of someone. So I, I think it's kind of like, okay, I tracked them down to this town on this planet, but it's not like they're in this pub. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's fair. It's, well, if he escapes, we can at least know what direction he went. Right, right. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. okay. Cool. Very good. Uh, is that your turn, Darkstar? That is my turn. Okay. Ursan, I'm assuming you're going now. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ursan's going. Uh, Ursan is going to um, <clears throat> uh, run up and um, uh, impale this poor <laughs> bounty hunter. It's Oof. just over for him, man. It's over. He's done. <laughs> Uh, that's gonna be uh, 20 to hit not natural that is a hit so add 46 so to whatever you roll for damage please <laughs> I think I have all of these uh, awesome space looking dice in my cool Urson bag I said this earlier but I don't I think we were gonna edit that part out um my sister made me an Urson themed dice bag. It's really cool. I'll share it in the Discord soon. Amazing. You can catch it now on our our Etsy shop. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't have an Etsy shop. <laughs> my sister is very talented at. Uh, I think she does both crocheting and things, but I think she's mostly. She's crafty. She's crafty. All right. Listen to all those dice. <laughs> that is that hurts me already. Holy. So it's three fives. Oh. Um, uh, twenty-five points of damage. <laughs> he already took seven too. <laughs> <laughs> you say twenty-five? Twenty-five. So there's this like it's so fast. I feel like this is just all happening so fast. Oh like, yeah. There's the the little gnome like disappearing, uh, just a huge like plunge from or uh, uh, at PP11, and then just this bear as he's running, like all like hunched over, spear in hand, um, tables flipping kind of as he's just bumping them. You do like one of those like it like goes through his stomach into the like bar and pierces mm -hmm. like the other side. And uh, he just starts like spurting like black blood out of his mouth as you like yank it out. He's not looking good, uh, but you heard him very, very bad. He's still up. Uh, uh, and then he uh, gives a, a, a bear roar right in his ear. <laughs> like, just, step off or just, we will kill you literally like a grizzly mm -hmm. just you, like you will die if you don't back off uh yeah um, and then Ursan okay. will say um Ursan will say um drop your firearm or I will fuck you <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay would you like to make a persuasion check Sure, or can it be intimidation? Intimidation, yeah, sure. Either one. <laughs> we don't want another situation where we just kill somebody and then get killed by a oh ghost, you know, so give them an opportunity. So it was, it was 12? 12 total. Um. Okay, yeah, he looks at you, and as you... Uh, you know, his skin is like rippling from you roaring in his face. Um, he like furrows his brow. He says, I will not be intimidated by outsiders. And he's going to 
take his sword and just like try to plunge it in your side as it's now his turn. Try yeah, me. Dead. He's dead. Uh, 24 to hit. Does hit? Okay. Nine points of slashing damage. Chum to the little light work. Ersan can do one more of those. You said nine points? Yeah. Oh. Sitting at 11 hit points and no stamina. Okay. It is now Ersan's turn again. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> he held his turn. Is that how that works, right? If he can just hold it and then he's, yeah. it's still maintain initiative order? Okay. Okay. Uh, Ersan's going to uh, strike again. And uh, if it if it hits, I want to I describe it. Okay, fantastic. That's a natural 20. Holy. Doesn't hit. Doesn't hit. He's got anti-crit. You hit it. <laughs> Roll for damage. Um, crit, okay. card. crit card. Crit card. Give oh, us yes. a crit card. Wait, why? He's going to get fucked. Give I, us a crit card. I zoned up. Why, why does Ursong get to attack again? Is it his turn? He, he, held turn. he was, oh, he was second in right. initiative yeah, order. Yeah. yeah. Which is also thematically very cool. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Just like, yep. wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, pulling it up. Crit deck. Piercing damage, correct? Uh, this one. Ursan? Yes. Yeah. Oh, here it is. It's kinetic, right? Okay. Um, okay. Uh, spalling, crit effect, bleed 1d6 uh, per five levels. So 1d6 bleed. The target's KAC is reduced by two until they are healed. Cool. Is it normal damage? Like, uh, or is it double? I think it's double damage. And I think they're right. double yeah. damage. Okay. Yeah. It would say it would specify. Yeah. If it wasn't normal or double. These are listening to. There's a chorus singing, and all I can say is these are the angels about to welcome this man to the afterlife. <laughs> to, um, to drow hell. Drow it, hell. Uh, it was 13 points of damage. Zach, is that is that enough? That is enough. Okay, uh, Ursan, um, uh, he switches his grip and, and lowers his elbow uh, below his spear and uh, picks the dude up and throws him off of his spear onto the ground. Uh, Holy like in the middle just, of the bar? Yeah, like 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 slings him off of his spear. Uh, and uh, says, you have chosen the wrong path. <laughs> So as as you fling him, he just like you say that before. I'm assuming after you, before you throw him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, and then he just and then he just and he just, just slings him off the end of the spear. Smacks his head on the side of a table mm -hmm. and just like blood, like like a whip of blood, you know, where like the head just Ugh. flings back and just spit, like runs up the wall, and he just like rolls like lifeless face down in the middle of the bar. Nobody's gonna mess with us. <laughs> Hey, Zach, uh, I have something I want to do, so it's up to you whether or not you want to let combat still roll, um, but it has to do with the gnome, and it might prevent him from escaping the bar. Wait, so the uh, gnome sure. is in the bar? Yeah. He just, he, he phased into the crowd with his mm -hmm. spell, like his uh, shapeshift. So um, if, if nobody else is going to take their turn, um, since he's down and we don't know where the gnome is, Darkstar is right by the door. Um, 
he is going to back up into the doorway mm-hmm. and he is going to cast the first round of detect magic Okay. and detect magic every round that I keep it up it gets more specific as like you all know as the listener doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. but um, the text on it says you detect all magic spells effects items and objects um, but then of course each round that goes on it gets more specific to um, one magic source so like I'll be able to tell like sources from each other and obviously if some it's, it's effects as well so like if there's somebody who has like a, a magical effect on them i'll be able to pinpoint it after three rounds okay so that's round one okay oh also uh with ursan's move action uh he wants to switch to the to the pike uh so we can get some more reach and uh, when we're looking for this um this uh shape shifty uh whatever it actually is uh and so he's he's gonna swap weapons can you do that as a move action yeah okay yes yeah, he's gonna swap weapons so we just you gotta roll perception right like the person's still in here we didn't see him run out we don't but we didn't see his final you didn't see what happened though. after yeah. they they um changed forms yeah so we don't know what his his shape currently if you looks would like. like to look for the vesk or anything like that you can absolutely so we could look for like vesks in the building and we would know where the, all the vesks are but okay. we wouldn't know which one was him okay but but it was confirmed that we saw them turn into a vesk correct all right um if you guys are going to try to do this like in a timely manner we should probably keep initiative order yeah um so that the gnome gets a turn still yeah correct good. okay yeah cool uh so uh Whose turn is it? That was Ursan's turn. Now it's Joni's turn. Uh, yeah, Joni's gonna kind of lean across the bar and says, "Hey, uh, Caden, what's the mark look like?" And she wants she's uh okay. So you're wanting to see the book. I want to see the book of what they look like. Okay, you actually have the book right in front of you. When she flipped oh, it okay, around, okay. it's like one one little area away, and you could easily glance at. Okay. Oh yeah, then that's. Do you want to look at that? Yeah, I just want to glance down and look at the book. Okay, give me a. uh, Yeah, give me a perception check. That's all. Sorry, I thought it was something different. Oh my, natural one. Okay, Um, this mark looks like the gnome. (laughs) You can't really tell any difference in the picture and what you saw. Uh, Yeah, Joni's like looking down and she just gets frustrated because she's like too hyped up. And she just like kind of like, you know, flavor skids it over to PP eleven, and is like, ah, PP, look, look for it. And at that, she is going to hold an action, or basically like if if we find out who it is, she's going to like that'll be the trigger, and she'll do the get get them action as well. So once we find them, we can pinpoint it and get a buff. But that's my turn. Okay. All right. Next is. uh, Next is uh, PP11. Um, I start scanning it. What do I see? Uh, The book. Yes. Sorry. Perception check. Uh, twenty-two. Oh, jeez. That's what we need. A crit little beam 
<laughs> just scans the book. Like you're not even paying attention and it's just like scanning for you. And it immediately highlights one difference. The little gnome that you saw walk through the door had blue eyes. This gnome has brown eyes in the book. Wrong gnome. It's a different genderless gnome. <laughs> I relay the message. Uh, just so you know, no, no bull, no bull. That is the check to show you that this is the wrong target. Okay. Yeah, it's the wrong target. There's no reason. No and, reason and to to, to help you understand, like the the um. Like, hold on. Let me make sure that I'm I'm right. Even I'm, I think I am. Uh. Okay. That's yeah. That's actually pretty fair. So. Uh, disguise self can be sometimes cast multiple times a day. So there's a chance that, you know, that, that could be a possibility. Um, in this case, it's, it's not like that. The check is, you know, mechanically you have discovered that it's the wrong. Uh, yeah. And like, there is, there is small differences. Odds are like, there are odds that he could have just gotten it wrong. Like there, there's enough. Correct. He's just a trash can bounty. Yeah. Human error, but correct. Okay. Yeah, so PP relays that information to the party, right? Yeah, yeah. and I just said that I communicate like there's no reason. To. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Darkstar stands down, lowers his shoulders, and resumes his place back on the back side doorpost and leans back. Okay. Combat over. Combat over. So as everything kind of settles down, Ursan, you just finished pancaking this crappy bounty hunter on the ground. Um, blood is kind of beginning to pool. People literally around the area are like picking up tables and setting them back up and pulling their stools in and sitting down. <laughs> um, the barkeep um, that kind of took a step back now leans forward to you all. Um, and says, well, if you are all finished wrecking my place, Tars Jazid is in the room right over there waiting for you. And kind of motions to the northeast corner uh, door um, that is, is currently closed, uh, but she kind of shows you over there. Um, Zach, is can I look up on my personal computer if there is like a corpse disposal system mm. on this planet? Sure. All right. Give me a I quick computer's check. I'm gonna look up if there's a number I can call to get rid of this body. Yep. And uh, <laughs> Joni, Joni wants to loot the body. Okay. Damn, Joni. <laughs> Twenty-one <laughs> on the computer check. Okay. Fantastic. Uh. Couple things happening. One, you're locating the corpse disposal. Uh, it is a real thing. Yes, there okay. is a company that does that and takes care of that here. Um, Joni, are you trying to do this discreetly or are you just going for it? She's gonna be like, uh, let me see. Uh, we need we need to see this guy's ID. Uh, make sure to let his family know. You know. <laughs> Give me a deception check. <laughs> Oh my God, Jody. <laughs> um, 
that is going to be um, a 17. Yeah, uh, everyone, as you're kind of starting to talk, it's like midway through you saying we need to verify and getting like pretty technical with it. Patrons just turn away. They just don't care. And the barkeep doesn't mind. She like has turned her back already no. and gotten back to like flipping through the book. So you're pretty much free to, to loot. Give me the want. loot. Give me the um, loot. <laughs> on our little man here, on our shoddy bounty hunter, uh, he has a Zyzerer Diffractor. I'll just post all this in the chat so you guys can get it. Uh, he's got a pusher decoupler, which is a gun. <gasps> so is the diffractor. It's also a gun. Um, one high cap battery with 40 charges. Ooh. Spells, slots. Soul fire electron crystal. He's got four binders. Oh. He's got daywalker serum. Uh, an extra personal comm unit. Travel clothes. A cred stick. After a quick little check, it's got 150 buckarooskies on nice. it. Nice. That'll fund our and you vacation here. Yeah, that's right. You quickly snatch that stuff up, no problem. What are the guns? Even his clothes. <laughs> uh, we can look at it on a break, but I'm very excited for the new guns. Yeah, me too. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. The diffractor is light armor. It's armor. Sorry. Ah. Still, it's it's it should yeah. Be good. It's 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 fine. Yeah, it's uh it's light armor though. What's it called? Uh, and then it's called a Zizerer or Zizerer diffractor. Okay, got it. And then the next one. Uh, a uh, oh pusher decoupler. And that's a weapon. That's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. No, I was like, this doesn't look right. This is the wrong weapon. Okay, okay, okay. This is a level four gun. Oh, my God. Ooh, it's Whoa. worth $2,300. Oh. Is that a small arm? Yes, it does 1d6. Oh, um, I see it. Eight, Disintegrator. Eight, eight damage. It, and it has uh, a demoralized crit-like <gasps> oh. um, action on it. It's got 40 charges. That's so cool. Very cool. Smart. Very cool little mm -hmm. gun. This is a neat weapon. As Joni is checking out the specs oh, of the gun. She wants it so bad. You see Darkstar in the back. Just He's got his like little wristwatch up to his ear. He's like, yep. Yeah. yeah. We're over here at the Mouse Chews Lair. Had a little bit of a run-in with the bounty hunter. I uh, thought we were on the wrong side of things. Anyway, he, he was disposed of. It was uh, aggravated. So, you know. But uh, if you could come pick it up, that'd be nice. Thank you for using apostate body disposal. <laughs> you are 13 in line. <laughs> ETA of arrival, one and a half hour. <laughs> Thank you for calling apostate body disposal. Peter. Pings up. <laughs> as you notice, as you guys like kind of like get ready to move on, Caden uh, <laughs> is dialing on her phone and she says oh there's already been an order put in okay thank you hangs up <laughs> she's just like a little bit behind um, that's so funny okay so nice nice little bit of loot uh no other sign of the gnome or the vest or the anything so it just gets quiet again um but the door is is available um to go meet with our contact now 
Are we wanting to head over? Yeah, baby. Okay. You'll approach the door, um, and it is one of those, like, it's like almost like a garage door that activates, like, by, like, rolling up. And as you approach, it kind of, like, unlocks from the ground up and begins to roll up. And in front of you, uh, laying in expensive streetwear, something that would be seen in, like, a rave, um, is a silver-haired drow male kind of lounging on a few paths in like a half semicircle little like pod almost. And he says, Joni, Darkstar, PP11 and Urson, it is a pleasure to finally meet you. And he stands up. And we are going to end episode seven here at the beginning of the conversation with a mysterious Holy. sportswear figure. <laughs> <laughs> Streetwear figure. Nike man. Adidas man. <laughs> <laughs>